everyone and welcome to another episode of EG's Rewire Podcast. I'm your host, EG Editor, Sam McClary. Today I'm bringing you episode four of our series of conversations around the excellent EG Future Leaders project. And in this podcast, I sit down, virtually of course, with three more of the businesses that are supporting our women through the Future Female Leaders programme. Sean Tunney, Head of the Leisure Division at Savills, William Norton, Head of Real Estate at DLA Piper, and Angela Hughes, HR Director at Cluttons. In this episode, we talk about how the development of people within business is vital, particularly during the coronavirus pandemic. We talk about why leadership has never been more important and how these established leaders have learned new skills throughout lockdown. And that this shift to virtual working has really enabled the junior members of businesses to shine and showcase what may have been their hidden strengths. And of course, our disclaimer, the upcoming conversation was recorded over Teams. So while I can't promise that the sound quality will be as high as you've come to expect from an EG production, I can promise that the quality of the content will be. So grab that cuppa, put on your Do Not Disturb on Teams, Zoom or whatever platform you're using and enjoy. Um, So here we are um, virtually uh, connecting um, via the magic of of Teams and we're here today I suppose actually to talk about Teams and to talk about leadership and to talk about our wonderful future female leaders. So this is season two of, of this program that any listener will know that I um, am very, very passionate about. It's um, one of my favorite things that I get to do at EG. And I'm really, really happy to see DLA, Piper and Cluttons back supporting and really happy that Savills have come on board as well to um, put one of their um, future female leaders through the program. And I guess, um, William, I'd like to start with you, if I may, just to find out a little bit about why why you guys came came back and why you're supporting this project second time round. Well, I think it was uh, firstly an extremely well organised and run programme the first time round. But uh, on the first occasion, uh, it was something I felt very strongly that we would like to be part of. Uh, we have a wonderful, diverse a group of property professionals within the industry uh, and some very large characters at the top of the industry who predominantly are men but with a large number of women coming in at the bottom end of the profession as new joiners to it and it struck me for a long time that this is something that where we need to redress the balance and as our younger generation come through want to see them as the future leaders the leaders of of the future and uh, it worked so well last last time round that we thought that we would uh, join again uh, and maybe get uh, additional benefit of of being part of what is a a really good program. Fantastic, thank you. And Angela for for Cluttons. 
Well, I had um, I had seen for myself the um, uh, the effect that that had um, on on Victoria, who was um, who was one of our female leaders la from last year's program, um, had uh, had made a an amazing contribution um, and still continues to uh, to to do that. Her confidence is um, is building so much since um, since being on the program that we that we wanted um, to. Um, uh, uh, to, to experience that again, so we're we're very excited that um, uh, that Lucy's there to, um, uh, to to have the same sort of experience, knowing that it's going to make a huge difference. She's got some um, big shoes to fill. <laughs> <laughs> and and Sham for for Savills, great to have have you guys on board. And um, for Laura, I guess she has an hasn't got um, someone's shoes that she needs to fill, but she's got um she's got to sort of fly the flag for. For, for for Savills, um, what what attracted to you to FFL and and for for you to put put Laura forward? Yeah, well, I um I attended the event last year and uh, wished with all my heart that I could have taken part in that <laughs> um, at the same stage in my career um, because when all said and done um presenting is a daunting experience or can be a daunting experience for everybody not just um not just for women but um i think it became apparent that um the the ffls of of last year you know really really embraced it um and were really enjoying it on stage um so i was really keen for us to to see if if we could get involved and um and we have many um amazing women in our business as you'd expect um for an organization of our size and laura um laura you know she she doesn't need to fill anybody else's shoes she's uh, she's uh, she's super and uh a really great future leader of our business um so yeah we're really excited and she's really enjoying the program so far so I, i'm very positive about the fact that we we need to show um our own um employees our own women in the business um what that looks like to be to be up there but also to show the wider community um the diversity that exists within our business Mm. And I'd like to talk about that a little bit more, if that's okay, about the the importance of of showcasing, of 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 showing off uh, our talent, I suppose, and and in investing in it, because I suppose, you know, there are it, it would be easy um, right now to to start tightening purse strings and thinking about the things that aren't as essential, but. I, I know from conversations with all of you guys that f for you, this investment in the future, in future talent is is essential. So, um, Angela, from from a Clutton's perspective, how how vital is it for you to be able to show to everyone in your business that, you know, that you you are investing in, in Lucy and um, every other Lucy that there, there might be in, in the business? Well, as you mentioned, particularly at the, at this time, um, the uh, the automatic response is to um, is is to to stop that non-essential um, um, spend that, uh, that, that 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 businesses are faced with. But we don't think that um, development is um, is non-essential. In fact, the uh, the converse, and um, and we're doing 
an awful lot with uh, in the the learning space for uh, for all of our um, all of our staff in um, at, at this 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 time in particular um, because they need my, many more uh, skills at their at their disposal um, to be able to be as productive as they would have been in the uh, the organisation of of old. Um, the uh, the focus on on leadership development um, is um, is of, of of primary focus for for us, um, and um, and supporting all of our leaders in in particular um, our our next generation of um, of, of emerging leaders, uh, whether that be female talent or, um, or or male talent. So it's an, it's an incredibly um, important. Um, um, uh, strategy for, uh, for for us to, to, to continue that, that that investment. Fantastic thank you and and William at, at DLA I assume also uh, investing in, in future talent is, is is very important for the future of the business. Yes it is we run uh, a variety of different academy trainings internally for people who are coming up to partner uh, and various different um, courses and sessions but with DLA we're obviously uh, not just in the property industry a law firm covers many different industries and sectors um, so what's very nice to have is something for our real estate lawyers uh, to have that is uh, bespoke and uh, targeted at the real estate community. Fantastic thank you and and at, at Savile Sean. Yeah we've got um, an amazing training and development team who um, have have come into their own even more so during this time we've got such a variety of different training courses and opportunities for people um, at the moment um, when actually people need to feel that they are still developing and it's just so much core to kind of your feeling of well-being I think that um, that you're developing and expanding your horizons um, we are actually continuing our training programs um, virtually um, and, and really haven't stopped those at all. All of the um, all of the kind of leadership programs that we run have all um, converted to some sort of virtual format. Um, and indeed, we are pressing on with our desire to kind of um, to sit with Laura while she she goes on her journey and, and to train some more um uh female uh leaders uh internally alongside her so um yeah we, we haven't taken our foot off that at all during this time i think you you're right the you know the need to to feel like you're continue continually developing and to feel like you have some some sort of purpose even if everything around you feels a bit odd um it, it's so important for your your sort of self self worth and your feelings of accomplishment, um, but it's it's a really hard thing to to do virtually, and it's a hard thing as a as one as a new leader to do. But I think it's probably um, quite difficult as a as an established leader to be able to inspire that in in everyone else, especially when you know some of these 
you know, a lot of these technologies that we're using now at this very moment have, have been forced upon us. Um, not that they aren't great, but it's a new way of of leading a leading a team. And I'd be really interested to to get some insights from from each of you on how how you're managing that that process. And I know having spoken to um, most of the future female leaders, they you know they're using it in in different ways and, and learning a lot from it too. So I, I wonder if you're learning the same things, uh, Sean. Yes, I do. I can assure you that I have never taken part in a Zoom call um, before before this, um, and and certainly Teams has come into its own, hasn't it? Thank goodness for it. I think um, what has been really interesting for me is that um, in our teams, our, I um, look after two teams within Savills, um, both a similar size, but but kind of a different makeup of people. Um, and it's so interesting that during this time, um, different people have had space to come to the fore, um, have felt confident. And it's been an amazing time, hasn't it, for, for the younger people within the business to, to be just getting on in, in a confident way. Um, and I think actually I've seen people really grow and develop during this time. Um, and and uh, sort of just being calm about it and acknowledging that clearly I was behind the curve to begin with and and letting other people take the fall um but really uh, you know really enjoying it I mean for sure it doesn't um you know you can't get away from that great face-to-face contact with people um but it has been amazing and I think actually it has allowed people to develop in different ways um during this time Thank you. William, William, what have you learned about leadership from, from lockdown? Well, certainly the use of Zoom and Teams is not something that had uh, particularly crossed my mind in what seems like now a different generation ago, i.e. a few weeks ago. <laughs> uh, the, uh, the, the way in which that's come to the fore uh, has transformed the way in which we work um, in so many different ways. And I do think that when we get back into uh, the real world again, uh, people will think, well, do I really need to pop across to the other side of the city or to the West End for a meeting when it's half an hour there, half an hour back, and we can do this very effectively over Zoom. In terms of leadership, I think one of the things that is it, it works extremely well for people who are working from home who are a bit more established in their career. I think it's much harder for your graduate trainees and uh, newly qualified lawyers, because it is harder to get that level of mentorship that comes through osmosis. So you need to work at it a bit harder. Um, and for people who are also living in an environment where they have the space uh, and, and the luxury of being able to work with a proper screen set up versus being in a flat chair uh, and struggling to find space uh, from which to work, I think there is a there is a difference. And so uh, Providing leadership in that period of time is challenging to make sure you're engaging with people in the right way and just enough and not too much uh, and making sure from my perspective that work is work is shared, shared around evenly and well distributed um, and that we're finding ways of supervising and training our more junior members of the team. Thank you. And Angela, do you think that leadership looks different different now? 
I think it's testing us in um, in in different ways. It's all of those uh, those skills that you read about that you know that you should be applying. You have to pay particular attention to, and that um, uh, the listening skill um, is is definitely uh, been been tested far far more. You have to listen intently. I like um, uh, having real nice personal conversations with people that say um, that I probably wouldn't have taken the time to listen to or talk about um, um, before um, understanding um, what's going on in that person's world um, um, that say uh, that is that is challenging them or that they're uh, they're, they're enjoying it at, at, at this particular time and and those conversations do take and uh, take much more time to um, uh, to to have in its fullest, but that's the part that I'm actually enjoying is um, is, um, is is getting to to know people in a much more deeper way than um, than what I had been um, before. Do you think then that we're becoming as as leaders and as future leaders and as um, businesses much more? Um, emotionally connected to our to our colleagues or or is there the flip side of this that now we're you know um, several weeks into this situation that we're sort of just going through the motions and and we're we're going to switch back the other way and it'll just be I'll get on a call do my do my business and then off the call rather than those you know conversations we've had about the books you've got on the bookshelf behind you etc etc Sean any thoughts on that yeah I mean I I think um during this time I think Angela's exactly right I think you you've become definitely more personally connected with people and and allow people to have the space and encourage people to talk about the actually the off days they're having the days where they're you know they're just struggling to keep focused and motivated or you know a family member is struggling um i think uh i'd like to think that we've we have become more personally connected and that that will that will stay um i I definitely agree with with angela on that thanks william well i'd like to think that i'm not sure whether it's always the case uh, I think you do miss those coffee machine moments or water cooler moments where you bump into people who you wouldn't otherwise have a reason to have spoken to uh, and are able to catch up and the, there's that serendipity of talking to people about things and the chemistry that occurs when you walk down through a, uh, th through an office floor and catch up with people on on the fly um, and that is harder to do through zoom and I suspect um, we all would say that we're now spending a lot more time going from phone call to phone call or Zoom meeting to Zoom meeting. And the initial novelty of turning on the video cameras uh, isn't now used unless there are multiple, call, multiple people taking part for a deliberate Zoom call as much. Uh, so looking at people's bookcases seems to have uh, that, that novelty passes. Mm -hmm. um, I, I think that there's a place for this um, and there's a place for being in the office as well. Uh, and to create that sense of camaraderie and team feel. It's difficult to replicate uh, online. You can get a very long way down the road with it, but I don't think you can achieve everything with it. Mm -hmm. And 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 now let, let's turn to our individual FFLs and um, the conversations that, that you're having with, with each of those, with Laura, with Katie, and, and with Lucy, and and how how much I hope and presume that you're looking forward to to being able to see them 
up on stage, hopefully in real life, um, belting out for 10 minutes their their message to to this industry and and what it is that you hope that you will be able to um, walk away from that moment and think, you know, she absolutely nailed that. I'm so proud of her because of um, X, Y, or or Z. Um, William, for for Katie, what are you what are you most looking looking forward to seeing her achieve? Well, I was thrilled because Katie uh, joined DLA Piper only at the back end of last year, so she uh, joined us um, uh, in the autumn. And actually, since lockdown, one of the things I've been really proud of is that she's led an initiative to uh, put forward an online tool for dealing with rent concession letters. And that's enabled her to get in front of lots of our uh, lawyers and partners from around all our different jurisdictions as we talk about using um, AI and docu-build type things. And I, I think that has helped in terms of her engagement internally within DLA Piper and getting to know everybody quickly by leading an initiative like that so well. Uh, I think coming out on stage uh, is is always a, a daunting moment and um, enabling her to perhaps uh, spread her wings further over and above what she's been doing so well since she joined us. Fantastic. Thank you, Sean. For, for Laura. Yeah, Laura, I, I yeah, had a lovely, uh, lovely catch up with Laura last week. And I think, um, yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to her showcasing her skills in within the business she she um again is is a works greatly in leadership she's sort of forging her own path with a with an area of the business that she's chosen to lead in that we weren't developed in as much and and that's amazing so her her business skills are definitely honed i think her um her ability to cast her star around the business will be will be brilliant and to give her the confidence to to get up and talk in front of people and show people that it can be done. Um, I, I'm really excited about that. She's based up in our Manchester office. Um, and so I'm also really excited about that that message spreading nationally around our business. I, I like that cast her star around the business. That's a that's a good phrase. Uh, Angela, uh, for, for Lucy. Yes, I think it's it's very similar. Um, I, I think anyone who um, is 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 able to uh, to to stand up and and choose a topic and speak publicly um, uh, should should receive a medal um, because it it does have um, there's a there's a whole host of of uh, emotions that 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 you that you fear uh, feel and um, and and potentially fear but um, uh, but you but you manage to, to to rise above it and I'm I'm really looking forward to see how how um, Lucy in particular rises above any challenges that that she finds because I I know that um, uh, that that she that she can do it. She, Lucy's one of our very strong females. She, um, she um, our top talent that, um, that 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 seems to do her job very well. And this this will be a, a new challenge for her to uh, to build her profile in the organisation. I'm very I'm very um, uh, very much looking forward to seeing how what she, what she does with her new skills once um, uh, once once she gets a, a chance to showcase them. Mm. And and it is about new skills, isn't it? And it is always daunting getting up on on stage but having having seen um last year's cohort absolutely smash it out the out the ballpark at, at last year's event um they they there's there's obviously a a um 
uh, trick to the to the to the trade and they they all they all did it very very well is there um anything from the ffls and from ginger public speaking i suppose any anything that you want to steal from them for for next time any one of you is up on up on stage or in in a in a weird podcast um uh, <laughs> that you'd like to think oh yeah no i'll do that i've i've learned that from from um my future leader sean yeah. <laughs> it, it is that um it's the confidence isn't it of um that it will be fine because um once you get going it's it's uh it's okay but i think not having um not having those nerves at the beginning i mean i think a little bit of nerves is a good thing but um knowing having the confidence that uh, you are trained to do this and you will do it well um is something that i when we had the um the uh, opening of the event uh, a few months ago you know I thought I, that's what came over to me is all of the previous um, participants um, definitely felt that their that, that public speaking didn't hold um, quite that fear for them that it had previously and and that's what I would definitely like to take a little bit of. <laughs> there was a great um, one of the great things I took away from from Ginger last time round was um, excuse me was the the um, physical response to fear is the same response as it is to excitement. So um, they tried to get everyone to flip that that feeling of fear to be, oh no, this is really cool and exciting, and so of course I'm gonna I'm gonna nail it instead of a, uh oh, everything's gonna go wrong because I'm really really frightened. But you know the sort of racing heartbeat and 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 getting a little bit hot under the under the collar are, are, are exciting feelings, not not um, fearful feelings so um i try and hold on to onto that now whether it works or not i'm not, I'm not <laughs> always sure but i try um william for for you anything that that um that you you've taken from the future leaders project that you've thought oh, i'll use that well our participant from last year alana hassock um was promoted in on first of may to being a legal director and i like to think that uh, some of the tips and tricks that Ginger uh, provided through the series last year may well have helped in that promotion exercise because it's it's an arduous thing going forward for career promotions within a within a large organization so uh, I think the idea of building people's confidence um, it, it does it is a bit um, it is a bit difficult the first time you speak publicly in a large environment and uh, once you've done it a few times and you're talking without notes and it gets better and better doesn't it, it get, you you get less and less stage fright and it takes a lot lot of practice so mm. it, it certainly sets people off on the path to uh, a future of being able to speak publicly uh, and, very well and you can give us a male perspective on this it's not just a, a female thing is it oh definitely not um no i think it's uh, very daunting and certainly i remember as a junior lawyer being asked to give a a, a talk on a particular area of law and feeling the need to write it out and then uh, slowly over the years you abandon that as a need and you start to feel more confident that provided you know your subject matter well and you uh, have uh, drilled yourself in advance actually there's nothing too much to be afraid about the fact you're speaking a lot in front of a lot of people people mm -hmm. don't notice if you make uh, mistakes 
by and large. It's uh, it's more about uh, you showing that degree of confidence, and that only comes with practice. Uh, and I think the tips and tricks that Ginger taught as well were will have stood them in good stead. And it's about now uh, the people who've been through that program coming back and passing on some of the things they learned. Yeah, I think that, you know, an audience isn't there to try and catch you out, are they? They're there to support you. And if, Absolutely. If, if they are the kind of person that is there to catch you out, then they're the kind of person who's not who's not worth worrying about, I would say. Um, and Angela, any, any lessons or, or tips that you've picked up? Well, I think that's um, that, that's part of being kind to yourself about um, about the the potential mis- mistakes or the reframing of um, of the of the, um, the the word mistake into uh, to something that that you would that you would work on for for the next time, um, because you are your own worst critic and, and not everyone is going to spot the things that uh, that, that you had uh, had spotted so um, so I, I wonder whether um some of the some of the tips and the uh, the hints that that ginger um uh, would uh, would would do with with the the, the delegates is um, is that that self-reflection um um being all all that you need to uh, to to do the um, to, to do it again and, and differently the, the next time I, I just think that um, uh, the, the, the practice and um, and the process of um, of learning th- those skills uh, through time is um, is what everybody should um, uh, should take away from uh, from an experience like this. That um, it's um, it's something that can can be learned, and through practice you can hone your skills the way that that William had had, had talked about over over the years. Mm. And. It- I guess one of the sort of added benefits of of this program, you know, it was set up to to help um, a little bit with our um, diversity issue that uh, there is within in real estate, and certainly with the um, uh, visibility of of women in in real estate. But I think it's also helping with the um, conversation around real estate and what it is that. The industry actually actually does, and getting those messages over in a very, very clear, clear and interesting way. I'm sure there are some people out there who think that real estate might not be that interesting. Um, they're wrong, of course. Um, but I guess now there's there's a moment in time for our sector, which plays such a huge role in the economy in the you know obviously in the places and spaces that we live work and and play in to uh, to have a have a loud voice now so I, I guess to to wrap up our conversation I I'd really like to hear from from you the kind of voice that you hope these these future leaders are going to be able to put out there into into the wider world that will make as all feel proud as an as an industry as a real estate industry that you know this is this is what we do this is what what we create uh sean i'm going to start with you yeah i mean i think that the the fundamental influence is is the sustainability uh agenda and climate change and i think the younger generation are so focused on that and exactly how it is that real estate has such a huge role to play in in that agenda and uh, the changes that need to happen with our environments to make them more sustainable um that you know I, I, that's what i'm really excited to to see how how the next generation take take our buildings take our built environment and and make it 
fit for purpose going forward. I think that's, that's really exciting. Mm, fantastic. Thank you. Angela? I think um, uh, thinking differently about the uh, the, the age-old problems um, is, um, is is probably the, um, uh, the the thing that we would like like um, our emerging leaders to, uh, to to do to do more of, um, because having um, a different perspective, as as you've just talked about about say, the the, the um, the different focus on diff different agendas, um, but equally um, uh, having a different perspective um, on um, uh, on on a um, on an existing an existing problem that that we um, that we perhaps have more traditional thinking thinking around. Um, so that that future focus and um, and what um, what what might we do differently um, is, um, is 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 what I'd I'd like to see the um, the our, our emerging leaders start to, to talk about. Fantastic, thank you. And and William, for for you, what do you hope the the message that they get out there will be? Well, I suppose in the long run, I hope it doesn't need to be a program called Future Female Leaders. Uh, in the last couple of minutes, you've just been talking about our future leaders. And, and I think there is there is a, something that needs to be addressed at the moment within the industry. And I'm delighted that the nine of the last new partner hires I've had into my team, eight of them have been women. That wasn't done deliberately. It was just that they were the best candidates. And it may become something that you don't need to badge as a future female leader, of course. So it's about getting to a point where it, it doesn't need to be a special case from that point of view to be promoted and it's just natural in the way that our younger generation that come through for them adapting to teams technology or zoom or the environment or any of the new uh, initiatives that come through every few years um, it, it just becomes second nature so i think it's about watching the leadership that our younger generations give us as to how they embrace uh, new topics and, and new technologies that comes through and uh, embracing being a disruptor in the industry, embracing uh, new new ways of doing things. And part of that is about the way in which uh, we deliver deliver leadership that will continue to innovate, continue to change. Uh, and um, I think that's probably the thing I look forward to the most. So there we go. I hope that that conversation has helped you think about how we might be able to lead differently in the future and who the future leaders in your business might be. This switch to virtual business management really has been somewhat of a leveller, enabling the younger generation to lead where before they might have been overlooked. Theirs is the future and I, for one, am confident that they'll rise to the challenge of making it a good one. Talking of good ones, I've got one more of these conversations to come for you, dear listeners. So don't forget to subscribe to the podcast to make sure that you don't miss out on next week's episode, where I'm talking with our three remaining future female leaders about presenting your best self, building confidence, and ultimately changing the world. Thank you so much for joining us for this podcast. And of course, thank you to our guests, Angela, Sean, and William. And remember, if you want to keep up with all the latest news, views, analysis and research that the EG Group has to provide, sign up to all of our property podcasts and subscribe to Radius Data Exchange for unlimited access to all of our content and comprehensive commercial real estate data. Mm -hmm.